0: Who will enter at number six? Press his head like a grape. Mm. It's Beth Phoenix, sweetie. The glamazon. Oh, my God. Oh, just the second woman. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let his colleague get all the good stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, God. God. oh, my God. Never trust a woman. Look at that. Beth Phoenix
1: is unlimited. Welcome back to volume three. Of the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Or is it volume four?
2: I don't know. Why you gotta make it a volume?
1: Because we don't have seasons. And it's kind of a fresh start. So we always... We called it season two when we went to Derek's house. and that was I a, did
2: not agree to being a volume of anything.
1: And that was a short... So I think
2: we should just continue on with our day and ignore <laughs> that you're trying to volume this.
1: They volume comics all the time. Do I look like a comic? Um, no, but you'd make a pretty badass comic book. So it's true. There I you would. go. See?
2: But no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Welcome <laughs> back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast. Doug's talking nonsense. Let's continue on with our day.
1: Well, at least that's still consistent. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Doug still sucks check um all right so my week has sucked because work has been awful and the kids have been turds How has your week been
2: well i'm still dealing with the fallout of a dead dad so thumbs up from me
1: yeah um it's it's been rough around here a little bit a little bit but
2: for the foreseeable future my weeks have not been great
1: yeah um, all in
2: all, though, I'm I'm doing okay.
1: Yeah. I, I wish, like, we had some big happening, non-wrestling related to start the show with and ramble about for 20 minutes, but we really don't. I'm going to the zoo
2: tomorrow. You are
1: going to the zoo tomorrow, which I'm jealous of because I can't go, but that's okay.
2: I may have sent my traveling partners the Rafi We're Going to the Zoo song. Excellent work. Yeah. And if you've never heard it, it's... You know what? We'll close the show with that today. You're welcome. And I'm like sorry. Music. Oh yeah. 100%. That's where we're going today. Because that song has been stuck in my head for about a week.
1: Alright. Makes sense. We've been meaning to go to the zoo since like last year.
2: Like when we first got together.
1: Yeah. And oh, now well. we're finally doing it.
2: We suck. And what can we, we say? I
1: mean you're finally doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright. So last Friday night. Uh, I probably had my second most excited moment in wrestling. What was your first? Going to Mania.
2: Damn, I was really hoping it was going to be something else.
1: (laughs) And then we got to go to NXT without having to drive to Florida to do it. Yes, we did. So that was excellent. Um, Thoughts on them opening the doors early? I'm so not used to that.
2: It was interesting. They were a lot more organized than it's ever been when I've been at the Memorial Auditorium.
1: Well, big time is not exactly organized.
2: But just the staff in general, that was Memorial Auditorium staff. That's true. Um, and they were really on it. They started wristbanding out in the parking lot and went ahead and had us go ahead and file in. And everyone was really nice. and yep. it, it was very well managed on their end
0: yeah
1: and it flowed like those lines weren't stopping for anything no we got checked you we weren't bottlenecked on. it was it was um, good they had two separate lines of checking like it was it did a great job with getting people in the door yeah better than i've seen at bigger events yeah um so that was awesome um went to look around i was surprised there was l- not very much stuff put up for like NXT. There was one merch stand, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yep. There was concessions, and there was a merch stand, and the rest of the area that big time fills up with high tables spots, tables, and, and meet yeah. and greets and stuff, it was empty. There was nothing fucking there. It's so true. But anyways, we roam around a little bit. One of my students had found us in line, and you know, we're showing him around. Uh, I was trying desperately to pull some strings, And get him to meet a wrestler.
2: By some strings, he means legless wonder.
1: Yeah. uh, Have we talked about legless wonder magic on the
2: show? I don't know. Don't ruin it, though. Because if you put it out there, then people will know. And it won't work anymore. That's true. It's a thing. That's all we got to say.
1: Yeah. If you would like to know about legless wonder magic, ask me off air.
2: If you want to know about it, too damn bad. (laughs) Marry someone who's legless.
1: There you go. Um, But... So all the staff was very, very nice about them shutting me down on trying to get my kid to meet somebody. But uh, Cassie Sono had had replied to my tweets. First of all, shout out to him for being the only one to acknowledge it in any way. Well, Um, they're busy. I know they're busy. And I know they can't reply to everybody that talks to them. Good
2: guy Cassie Sono. But good
1: guy Cassie Sono took a second just to say something. And I appreciate that. So that day at work, it was Friday anyway, um, the kids that were coming, I let them make posters when they were done with their work. So my kids are rolling in with their posters and, you know, we're tweeting at Cassie Sono like, okay, how's this going to work? Um... And they you know, they got on the Jumbotron with the posters, which was really cool, but Yes it was. They uh didn't see it because they were behind their posters.
2: But we saw it but and it was they, exciting.
1: Now they're bragging to all their friends at school about being famous. They're it's like true. I was on the Jumbotron, I'm famous. It's really funny. Well I mean I mean who's not? It's true. Um
2: I'm not famous.
1: <laughs> I'm saying like Who's not jealous? Yeah. Who's I'm I'm super jealous. jealous. So what I think what's cool about this, other than getting to experience it with you and my students at the same time, was it was basically just everyone we see every month at PWX. Like, there were more people, but a lot of the people were our PWX
2: people. By, by that, do you mean fan base? Yes. <laughs> the The way you worded that was a little confusing. Yeah, we, we paid to go to NXT and we just saw PWX guys. Doesn't exactly make you.
1: I mean, technically, some of them are, but or used to be. Yeah, I guess.
2: But no, we were sitting right next to Brandon, which was really cool. Yep,
1: um, old friend of the show. Um, which was quite nice. I had ninth grade geometry with him.
2: Bully and, for you.
1: And we uh, did not pay attention whatsoever, and got bad grades on tests. So yeah, that teacher sucked. Way to way to put Brandon's life out there like that. <laughs> He did better than me, because he tried. I didn't.
2: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We had amazing seats.
1: Yes, thanks to you.
2: Yes, front row center. And when I say front row center, I legitimately mean I was dead center.
1: Center of the ramp, center of the ring. Like, you could not get more in the middle than Kat was. It
0: was fantastic. Now, (laughs)
1: let's talk about my experience. I'm short as fuck. It's true. Um, I got to see a barricade if I was sitting. Yep. So we asked the ladies, I'm actually surprised the facility had no booster seats (laughs) anywhere.
2: You try keeping a straight face when your grown-ass man of a husband is asking a woman for a booster seat at a wrestling show. It's nearly impossible.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was. (laughs) So anyway, and then it used to always be if you couldn't see something, they just bring you phone books.
2: Phone books aren't you really know what a thing anymore, though. we don't have the fucking more,
1: <laughs> thanks to cell phones, phone books.
2: They did bring you some very nice manuals, though. They brought
1: me some, like, uh, supply ordering manuals to sit on, which was helpful. And then we tried to put my cushion on top, but that didn't work from my wheelchair. And so we just put it behind me so the manuals wouldn't keep hitting the lady behind us yeah
2: doug dropped books on this woman behind us three or four times at least and these things were not light
1: no these were heavy duty catalogs
2: and i felt so bad for her so i would like put my hand behind doug's chair to brace it against the cushion and he kept moving and it got to the point where i was like if you don't fucking sit down (laughs) i'm making you leave well
1: and the problem was (laughs) if i sat down even with all that I could see a little bit of the ring, just a little bit of the apron above the barricade. So, I stood on my arms for a three-hour NXT show.
2: Next time, we're going to get you those, like, lazy people binoculars that you can wear when you're laying in bed. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we just, you know, take our own booster seat or phone books or whatever. It's true. We should yeah.
2: find a, a dug sized booster really seat to keep should, in the van.
1: Just in case that happens again
2: because it happens a lot at wrestling shows that aren't pwx
1: yeah pwx knows we're coming and goes okay we're gonna no matter what we're gonna pull out chairs thanks brian and ed even when it's at cabarrus and the chairs are attached we just detach that one chair and the row over so yeah thank you brian and Ed. which
2: i will say the woman who brought you manuals did try to detach the chairs so that you could just put your chair in there yeah they would not come apart yeah she tried her best
1: yeah so, and then it was like, yeah, because okay. in my chair I might have been okay. Yeah. Um, but still, fucking great seats despite all the insanity of me trying to, you know, see.
2: Yeah, Doug um, at one point definitely said, you know, I might go sit somewhere else and have one of my students have this, and I was like, you, if you do, if you do, I will never bring you to another
0: show.
1: <laughs> yeah, cat paid because she's the best wrestling wife ever ever. And uh so yeah, we I stayed there. And it was awesome. Um, I did
2: not pay what I paid for front row center tickets for Doug to go sit on the bleachers somewhere.
1: Yeah. That's true. Well, I wasn't going to sit on the bleachers. I was just going to get my wheelchair and go to the corner. But I wasn't going to do that given yeah, what no, you paid no. it was just my arms are so fucking tired I, I would like, like, oh like to God. point out
2: though Brandon and I both offered to let you sit slash stand on our lap I know. or hold you up like baby Simba that's true so, Simba this just comes down to your own stubbornness and pride
1: yeah yeah and that could be why I'm still sore today
2: because you're too stubborn and because too proud because I was proud.
1: stubborn and had to stand for a show yeah. so let's get to the show the show was fucking great yes it was Um, We opened with one of the best new theme songs, Cassie Sona. Oh, no. That song fits him so well. Yes, it does. Like, it really, really fits his whole persona.
2: Yeah, it's one of those great double-layer, dual-meaning... How
1: how does that group that's doing all their themes lately nail it so well? Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura... Cassius Ono, Ember Moon, are all the same people writing these? Magic. Uh, I'm, I'm just amazed because I have no musical talent, so to constantly be producing something that, you know, I'm not going to say it's the greatest music of all time, but that is so perfect for what it needs to be, I'm just amazed. Magic. Magic. Alright. CFO dollar sign magic. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um... He was up against Kona Reeves, who has appeared on NXT TV before.
2: Who got booed out of the damn building.
1: Well, he was against Cassius Ono.
2: I'm still not sure he wouldn't have been booed out Excuse me, out of the building otherwise.
1: He did have some serious heel heat going from not starting the match for like yeah. five minutes.
2: Ugh, went on
1: forever. He kept getting in the ropes and running out and taking a powder. But, you know, done right. That that was his. He job. he got
2: heat. That's he, what he, he wanted. Got, he got heat.
1: That was probably his second most heat of the night. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It there. wasn't
2: Eva Marie heat.
1: But it was close. But if
2: he kept doing it, yeah, and continued to do it on TV, he could get there.
1: Yeah, and people just wanted to see Hero murder him. Yeah. They're, oh no, sorry. Um, and that's what we got to see once the match started. Close I, I remember Kona maybe getting like two or three moves of offense, maybe. Cassie has just murdered him for about ten minutes and it was great.
2: I'm not gonna lie, I was slightly distracted during that match because the people behind us were NXT fans-ish. Yeah. Like they knew who the people were, but they clearly didn't know everything. And so I don't think they'd ever seen Cassie Sono or Chris Hero. Yeah. And so they were talking about, oh, you know, that's a fat guy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, just, just wait. Just shut up and
1: wait. The fact he moves like he does.
2: Don't give a shit what he looks like. He's amazing. Yeah,
1: he's amazing either way. But I'm just saying, the fact he's that large and that athletic, my God, he's good.
2: James Drake is a bigger guy exactly. and he's an athletic and as well. And my God,
1: he's good. Jeff Cobb is a bigger guy. And my God, he's good. It's true. Um... But before Ono went back to NXT, his whole gimmick on the indies, you know, you always have indie wrestlers say best in the world.
2: Chris Hero ain't nothing to fuck with. And Chris
1: Hero ain't nothing to fuck with, but when we saw him at Evolve, or not Evolve, but the Evolve company show, he said, fuck best in the world, greatest of all time. He's got to be up there with how long he's been going and how good he is. He's at 15 years and he runs like he's been at it for three.
2: Cedric, I do not in any way endorse what Doug just said. And I'm sorry. Cedric is in that
1: discussion also.
2: Sorry that he would ever question
1: you being best in the world. I didn't say Cedric wasn't best in the world.
2: Uh, Greatest of all time, Trump's best in the world based on vocabulary. Sounds like you're stepping to Cedric. Cedric, I think you need to come back to the Carolinas, whip Doug's ass, and then you can go back about your business.
1: Fair enough. Um, Can we talk about the bromance of Chip Day and Cedric on Twitter the other day? It was wonderful.
2: Can we talk about the adorable, just absolute gushing of Ariel over Cedric?
1: Yes. On all
2: social media platforms? Have we congratulated them officially? I don't know, but... Officially, congratulations, guys, on getting engaged. That's super exciting. It is. Can't wait to to see the pictures. I'm sure it's going to be phenomenal.
1: Yes. Um, Phenomenal. Yeah. No, so the other day, Chip Day is on Twitter, is like, hey, can I borrow Kick to Kill to Cedric? And then they just had the cutest little, like, exchange with, like, hashtag miss you and, like, hashtag love you, bruh and nice. stuff. It was amazing and I want more Cedric Chip romance.
2: I just want Cedric back in my daily life.
1: And, you know, we could use a lot more of what was dubbed Chocolate Chip Cedric. Oh, chip. yes. I believe that's from Nikki. <sighs> um, so, because we, we only got to see them team once.
2: Nikki Nips.
1: Yep. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Alright, so NXT no! one. Moving on. Yes? Yes. All right. Next we get Andrade Cien Almas versus Dan Matha. Now, Dan Matha is a giant motherfucker.
2: Just fucking
1: huge. When you just watched Cassius Ono, and then a guy comes out and you go, God damn, that's a big motherfucker. That's
2: a whole lot of man, I believe, were Brandon's exact words. That
1: guy is ginormous.
2: I believe he's billed at 6'7".
1: No way. He's six, only six,
2: seven. seven.
1: I sw- like. I would have thought if you told me he was like Big Show or bronze side. I I'd will check
2: it. again, but I believe that is um, what I saw the other day.
1: So you didn't recognize him, but I did. He was on NXT. They gave him video vignettes and everything for weeks, like two or three weeks. He was on NXT to come like beat up somebody, and then all he was used for. Was for someone to debut and beat the shit out of him. And then he's disappeared from NXT TV since. I have not seen him once since then.
2: Yeah, he is billed at 6'7". Six, 6'7"? Seven.
1: Six, seven, how... What about weight? 6'7",
2: 290.
1: Damn. it's a big dude. Uh, Anyways.
2: He ruined... Samoa Joe ruined Dan Matha's debut. There you
1: go. Joe was returning from injury or something. And just... Like, Matha debuted and just got his ass kicked by Joe. It was the weirdest thing ever. Because Joe
2: hates all things Um, good and giant. True. Seriously, whole lot of fucking man. Just like tall, broad shoulder. His traps, I swear to God, were bigger than all my muscles put together. Yeah. Like in my entire body.
1: I could have ridden on his traps like it was a small horse. It was insane.
2: A.K.A. Doug could have ridden him like a small horse. That's what I heard.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: I think we just found our, our episode title. Like a
1: small horse?
2: Doug rides Matha like a small horse. It is wow. as sexual as it sounds, too.
1: <laughs> so, here's what threw me off about this match. I hate C.N. Elmas on NXT TV. They've turned him into this douchey, douchey heel. Which is better than when he was babyface and nobody cared. Like, at least I'm, I passionately hate him. However... He was kind of babyface in this match, so it's hard to be heel when you're fighting Dan Matha.
2: <laughs> when he's not a tall guy in general, I would say yeah. he's average to slightly below average in height for men. And then you're fighting a literal goddamn giant mountain of a person.
1: Yeah, if Dan Matha played the mountain on Game of Thrones, I'd be like, all right, that makes I get sense. it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so, this was probably the deadest match of the evening from the crowd.
2: It was definitely a slow beginning.
1: I don't think people knew who either of these guys were. Yeah. For peop- the most part.
2: I hate that Spartanburg's a little bit racist all the time. Yeah. Uh, I'm
1: surprised we didn't have any anti-Mexican chants all Yeah,
2: or a USA chant. I really thought we were we going to. did get be,
1: a USA chant. But that was during
2: the National Anthem. okay. Um, I'm actually really proud we didn't get any super fucked up chants going, but I was actually slightly scared that we were going to get a USA chant there because Spartanburg does have a tendency to be racist. So I think that was... Spartanburg,
1: even though it's 2017, likes to pretend like it's still 1950. It's really weird. Yeah. And not going to lie, yes, we went to the Krispy Kreme after going to the auditorium, which is like Spartanburg tradition. But still, um, I mean,
2: I just like donuts. Why yeah, you got to make it a race thing.
1: Yeah, I wasn't making it a race thing. I was just saying Spartanburg has some things that are ancient traditions and we participated in one of them. Go to watch the wrestling. They show were fucking hot and and now Chris donuts.
2: <laughs> Is there right. anyone out there arguing that you don't get Krispy Kreme donuts when they're hot now? Because I don't trust those people. <laughs> Don't trust them. The only way we ever got donuts when I was growing up is if it was hot. Now, my dad was like, we're going.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll miss one. He did. Obviously. Um, But
2: I actually really enjoyed the match.
1: It wasn't bad. I was saying the majority of the crowd had no idea. I think
2: they they finally got into it. But at the beginning, you have... Like I was saying, a smaller guy... A against, smaller,
1: luchador-looking guy.
2: Against this huge, huge guy. No, and you just yeah. logistically don't think... It just seems like it's going to be a squash. Right, uh, and it and wasn't.
1: It wasn't. Um, all right, so after this, is that where they dropped the video package of Authors of Pain leaving Bobby Roode's dressing room? It was real early.
2: Yes, I believe so. So
1: they, they show a little video on Jumbotron, and it's just... Bobby Roode's dressing room, and Authors of Pain walk out, and just Did anything not. ever come of that? Yes, we'll get there. It did. Um,
2: I'm assuming this happened when Doug ruined no. my night.
1: No, 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 no. This was you were there for it. Okay, all right. So then we get my almost match of the night. I think if there hadn't been some farewells going on, this would have been match of the night.
2: Yeah, I think this was pretty much. Everyone's, if not match of the night, very,
1: very close. Yeah. Second. Um, women's tag Ruby Riot and Ember Moon versus Kimberly and Mandy Rose. How fucking good was this?
2: Was fan goddamn fucking tastic.
1: The tag mechanics were sound. Yep. Like there were plenty of hot tags. Everybody got their spots in. Yep. They were letting Ruby and Kimber go like they were on the indie still. Yep. Um, Mandy can hold her own. She can. You could tell she wasn't their level.
2: Yes, but she did not look bad. I
1: didn't watch it and go, oh, God. Yeah. Like, you might, with a fitness model, turn wrestler, usually.
2: I can't get over the fact that she looks like the girl from My Name is Earl. <laughs> and she's She got does this, look like
1: Joy from Earl.
2: She's got this stripper vibe going with her gear and well and it
1: wasn't just her gear it was the her way entrance. she acts yes yeah. like
2: she, it was very she's- stripper not in i it's not a derogatory thing like yeah it's just that's kind of her character which don't get me wrong she's gorgeous
1: her character um and i know there were people who did it before her but the one probably most people we know would know it's very similar to Sable. Yeah. In that, men want to be with me and women want to be me. That's true. And she just comes out and she flaunts it. It's, it's like she's on a beach during a photo shoot. Like, there were points I'm like, there's no water splashing on you. What are you doing? Yeah, it, um,
2: it was very.
1: Flash Dance? Is that that movie? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, if they let Ruby do what she can do. I think she's the next top woman in NXT.
2: Her gear just excites after, me on every level. After
1: like, Ember and Asuka get called up, Ruby's gotta be it.
2: Ruby's yeah. gear excites me on a molecular level. <laughs> it I very love heartily. everything about it.
1: Yeah. And uh, Scoot and I have met her before. She's awesome.
2: Yeah, she's fantastic.
1: Um, and we met Kimberly at Mania. She's awesome. Yep. Like, I'm so glad they're getting this opportunity to show the world... How fucking good they are yeah um absolutely
2: it it validates women's wrestling in so many ways and i i loved that this match was not well received in the beginning and definitely definitely was many 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 people's match for the night
1: at the beginning it was a lot of we want mandy and then as it kept going that there was diminished. one. There was one guy left. Yeah, and apparently he was sitting near one of our kids, and I started, you know, no, we don't, because I am like, fuck you, man. I am enjoying these indie women kicking some ass.
2: Yeah, it, and I think that's just the nature of the game around here. People don't know how to receive women wrestlers, right? And they've
1: they've also seen Mandy on
2: Total TV. Divas yeah. and
1: on Tough Enough, and so they actually know who she is.
2: Yes, but that match was absolutely phenomenal it
1: was so good
2: it would be a match to show someone who has any doubt about women's wrestlers or women athlete in general as a clear definitive you're wrong about
1: this yes yes um it's kind of like what we'll get to later we showed a friend this week absolutely but if you showed people who are like ah, women's wrestling fuck that you showed them this they'd be like Okay, All right, I get it. I get it. You're good. Um, Ember got the win with her flipping stunner onto Mandy, I believe. Yes. Um, so that was awesome. Um, that move looks really good live. There are times on TV they do a bad angle on it, and it's not. There pretty. are times
2: on TV they do a bad angle on a lot of stuff. Yeah,
1: they really need to work on that. You should know for the finisher where which camera you need to be on.
2: Well, I don't know about Full sale, but I. F- I'm ninety percent sure when they do other house shows, they're just using local. Yeah, true. Talent, and so that's a lot harder to.
1: Yeah, full sale. They're using students, which I, which is why I think NXT sometimes is a little glitchy. Yeah. Um, so it's I mean, not ever bad. Like I'm not insulting it. I'm just no. Saying, you, you can tell it's developmental sometimes. Yes.
2: Well, I mean, you can tell on raw because you'll yeah. get bad angles.
1: Yeah, like, I haven't seen John Cena hit a believable five knuckle shuffle in, like, two years. Yeah. Because they always show the camera angle where he just hits the mat. Yeah. I'm like, guys, stop. It's really terrible. (laughs) All right. um, I think next we got the experience, Patrick Clark. And let's talk about some heel heat. Again. Really glad Spartanburg didn't go racist on this guy. Yes. Because it was about to get there.
2: He looked like Jimi Hendrix Mm -hmm. and Prince had a baby, fashion-wise.
1: Yes. Um, Some of you might remember Patrick from Tough Enough. He was on there. He was the one everyone thought was going to win, and he went home the second week. Um, He has hair now. Yeah, he does. I think he's going to be a great heel.
2: It, wasn't he the one that knew all the wrestling history? And, yeah. yeah.
1: He was the one that was actually a fan. Yeah. He's going to be a fantastic heel. Yes, he will. I, I don't see him as a babyface ever. But you want to get somebody to come out there and just talk shit? He's good at it. Um, he kept, you know, insulting Spartanburg by saying other towns near here that he thought he was in and all that. And I don't know why that works every time. But that really pisses people off. It does. It's like the opposite of a cheap pop. It's cheap heat. Yep. And it's, it was good. Uh, he got interrupted by one of our favorites from the indies, who is now getting some time in NXT. Tommy fucking end, now known as Aleister Black. What a man, cat. What a man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I believe at this point... A new panties conversation came about.
1: And I think Brandon and I both agreed with you. Yeah. Um, There were
2: a lot of sexual things said during this match between Brandon and I, especially um, in regards to Alistair.
1: Yeah. And Alistair kicked Patrick's ass, which is exactly what it needed to be. Yep. And it wasn't total squash, but it was close to a squash.
2: Alistair's so fluid Just the whole fucking match.
1: You know how they try to sell Randy Orton as a snake and he sidesteps you? Alistair actually does it.
2: Alistair, that whole match, it just looks like one effortless move.
1: Yeah. And he sits down and does Indian Style in the ring and just waits for you to fuck with him. Yeah. And then he just whips your ass.
2: And then goes right back to it. And It's like those people who can do the auctioneer. Yeah. Just speed effortlessly.
1: Mhm.
2: Or, you know, it was basically one breath and he it it's phenomenal to watch.
1: I I'd only seen him live once before. He's gotten even better since then. Like yeah. that is one of the most amazing single performances I've seen. And it was against fucking Patrick Clark. Like yeah. I'm like, what?
2: I really wish they wouldn't do cuts when they're doing a match with Alistair Black just so people can see that it is so fluid for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because they like to jump the camera around yeah. and stuff. Yeah,
2: and it doesn't do his moveset justice.
1: And I'm going to say right here, this is where we decided this was worth every dime. Oh, like 12 Jillian Those percent. two matches we just talked about it was like this was worth all 90. Like it could, it could turn into
2: a just massive train wreck at this point and it would be okay.
1: 100%. It was yeah. so good. Now we get what I'm sure was the other half of the crowd's match of the night. Um, Hideo Itami and Shinsuke versus The Revival. Yes. Holy shit, this was good.
2: Chance for days.
1: Non stop the entire fucking match.
2: The ref could not contain himself and just had to laugh. It was Drake. At, Drake yeah. is the man. Um He you, broke because the chants were just yeah. non stop deafening, like
1: And I had another one of those moments and they keep coming. I don't know if we're just going to really powerful shows. We are. Or what. But I looked around during Nakamura's entrance. If it's like that with the maybe... What do you want to say? 2,000, 3,000 tops? Capacity's 5,000 in there. So I'm thinking...
2: I wasn't paying attention to anyone, but you... And Brandon. Sometimes Brandon... Uh, I saw Nikki and Sam, yeah. and then what was going on in the ring, so I have no idea.
1: That entrance for Nakamura was so fucking insane with, let's let's be pessimistic and say 2,000 people, right? Sure. Can you imagine seeing that shit at Mania next year with 100,000 people?
2: Yeah, his... Everyone was, was doing his entrance.
1: People were rocking. Everybody was singing it. Um, and I know I argued with a guy on Twitter when he said this months ago, but there's a guy from another podcast who said, Nakamura is so cool, everyone sings his entrance and it has no words. It's true. Literally everyone sings his entrance. You can't help it. And it has no words. Uh, I Yeah.
2: Let's pause here for a moment. Yes. I don't think this has ever been discussed on the show. What? But you and I have discussed this extensively.
1: Sammy sticking his asshole in things?
2: Um, no. No? Well, that, I was just gonna leave to our own personal
1: life. Okay, sorry.
2: um Shinsuke's gimmick.
1: Yes, okay.
2: I'm not sure if I started this. You did. Okay.
1: We were watching a takeover, and I was... It may not have been a takeover. We were watching NXT one week, and you were watching him enter, and just went... He acts like he has fucking spiders all over.
2: It's like he dropped acid and just sees spiders everywhere.
1: So now, whenever Kat and I watch Nakamura, everything he does is some commentary about the spiders.
2: Got some motherfucking spiders on me!
1: So when he goes to the corner, he's like, let me come help you squish these (laughs) spiders! And like... I it's hysterical. I it, don't know how long we can keep it up, but it's funny. It's been
2: how. going on for quite a while. It's been going on at least a month. And it's great every time.
1: Um so yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura is
2: covered in spiders.
1: Just see spiders everywhere. That's why he rubs the rope, he's getting <laughs> yep. the spiders off. Um he dives on to dives down and does his yao thing to throw them off of him, you know. It, it all fits. There's no way around it.
2: It's all spiders. Um, And you're welcome, and you'll never unsee it.
1: And that's why his Kinshasa, he's just killing the spider on his opponent's face. Yep. Then he's like, oh, they're down. I guess I should pin them and win.
2: Yes. (laughs) Big dead spider
1: Um, equals win. One, two, three. So I had notes on this because I wrote it up for somebody, but the explosion for the Revival's music was loud. It was. Nakamura was louder. Also Um, true. Excellent match. I like they brought a little of everything. They yep. brought some comedy. They brought some action. Um, and you got to see literally everything you'd want to see out of these four, except the Shatter Machine from the revival.
2: And unbeknownst to us, in during this match, who was it?
1: Uh, Dash gets his jaw broken. Yeah. Which sucks, because they just got the call up, and were about to get a huge push on Raw. Well, I saw a tweet from him
2: weeks. earlier. He was like, I don't care if my jaw's wired shut. You can't shut us down. So, I mean, I don't think Excellent. it's.
1: I hope they let them on TV because yeah. you used to be able to have somebody come out and build their character without wrestling. Yeah. I don't know if it was a writing thing or people had better characters.
2: Well, I mean, even when Enzo was injured, you can still have right. a Enzo singles match with a tag team
1: right and you know the revivals thing is being super old school yeah you know what's super fucking old school I got my jaw wired shut and I'm still here because I want to kick someone's ass because my jaw is wired shut yep love it um we're not sure where this happened but Hideo accidentally did it it might have been on the go to sleep ouch um I'm not sure but Hideo hit his go to sleep, Nakamura hit the Kinshasha, and then it was...
2: Yeah, it's, it's not like we n- noticed when it happened. We found yeah. out after the show.
1: Right. Um,
2: which, I hate that for him, and I, I hope he has a speedy recovery.
1: Yes. Um, because, yes, I love to hate them, but, but I, mean, I, don't I don't ever want, want anybody yeah. injured. Um, especially someone who's been putting on quality matches for this long.
2: I won't say I never want someone injured.
1: Okay, fair enough.
2: But generally speaking, I yeah. don't want people injured.
1: Yeah. Um, so, what I loved at the end here, everyone knew it was farewell tour for the revival. And they were coming back for a handshake. And then they did the, like, psych and turned around and walked out and kept the heel thing going. That was great. Yep. Perfectly timed intermission comes next. Because, dear God um it's hard to stay that hyped yeah you you needed a break after that um i should have thought of it before cat went to the merch tables i'm not sure if she's gonna forgive me i'm honestly surprised she slept in the same bed with me after this
2: i was pissed
1: uh she went to the merch stand got some stuff and you know hung out for both of us people for both of us her
2: request
1: yes so, goes to the merch table, comes back. I'm like, fuck, I'm really thirsty. And I asked her how long the concession line was. She's like, eh, it's It's not... pretty long. <laughs> I'm like, can we get drinks? She's like, do we have to? I'm like, yes, please. And being the wrestling wife of wrestling wives, she took one for the team and did it.
2: Now, before we go any further... I wore a Tommaso Champa shirt. Yes, you did. To this show. I do not own any specifically NXT shirts. So Still I wore, dark. Nope. So I wore my Tommaso Champa shirt. Yeah. I actually got commented, like someone stopped and commented on my shirt while I was standing in line for concessions, which was yep. pretty exciting. Um, this line took forever. Yeah. It just... It's not the people's fault working it. Yeah, but it's also not not, not their, their fault. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they're very inefficient. They're and
2: they had young children working it. Like yeah. there were two adults running like the money part of it. And yeah, then and they then have the kids are running the short food and the children. Drinks. Yeah, doing the drinks and the food. they do that
1: at big time too. And I'm like,
2: eh. one of the children can't even reach everything that they need to get to. Yeah. So that could be better handled. Yes. Continuing on with the story.
1: Yes. Um, So, unfortunately, this isn't an indie show. They don't give a shit if you're still at the tables. The match comes in, and it's DIY versus Authors of Pain for the tag team belts. So
2: fucking angry i'm sorry standing in line waiting to get drinks and then the people in front of me their card wasn't working and at that point i was like i will just fucking pay for your shit just get out of my way
1: i'm sorry (laughs) but they
2: ended up getting their card to work and then i got the drinks but at the same time it was like get the fuck out of my way i just want to see this match
1: yeah um sorry
2: so I came back and I sit down, and Doug knows.
1: I knew. knows was. he's in trouble. I knew. I was like, oh, fuck. He knows oh, he's in trouble. Like, if it had been Asuka and Daria, it I would have been, been that bad. Yeah, it would have been, been, been upset, like shit, but, but... it would have been like, all right, well, yep. no biggie.
2: Nope.
1: But no. Nope. It was DIY. Yep. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, and I didn't just miss, miss the entrances. No,
1: you missed a good chunk of it. I
2: missed, like, half the match.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry.
2: Stupid concession line.
1: Authors of Pain didn't have their combat vests.
2: I just assumed they took them off considering I missed the beginning no, they never had of them. the match.
1: They just wore t-shirts.
2: I was like, "Huh?
1: Uh, Can we retire the combat vests? Like does it work for anyone now?"
2: Yeah, I'm a little surprised Roman still wears it. his chest protector.
1: So, I've seen a theory um Right before you started watching, Roman went out for months because he had a hernia Mm -hmm. and had to get surgery. So what I've heard is the reason he hasn't lost the vest is he has a scar from his hernia surgery and it bothers Vince to show scars. Show a scar on his top baby face.
2: Well, the problem is they've got to change what they're doing with Roman.
1: Yes, they do. It's
2: not working. And I like Roman. I don't hate Roman like everyone else seemingly does, but...
1: A lot. And I heard other people discussing this, and I know we're going off on tangent, but Combat Vest did it. Um, Blame the vest. I don't dislike Roman the person. I think he works very hard. I don't particularly enjoy him as a character. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you he puts on shit matches. Yeah. Because he doesn't. You put him against somebody good, he's fucking good. Um, Him and AJ Styles was great. Him and John Cena was pretty good. I've seen Kevin Owens and Roman do pretty well. You put him against a 53-year-old man, we have a problem. Well, anyone
2: being against said 53-year-old man doesn't exactly
1: Um, thrill me. So, it's just a storyline thing. Like, people used to hate John Cena this way.
2: Yeah, but I feel like at this point... They hate Roman's character so much. Yep. They just need to trash it and start over. And I know that's a bitch. And I know no one wants to do that because they've put in all the work. But
1: here's the difference with Cena and Roman. Cena knew how to play to the people that hated him. Cena can go into a place that hates him like Philly or New York or Chicago. And he can shut that shit down in two minutes or less
2: weirdly enough he encourages it
1: yeah he just he just revels in it and then the shitty people are like oh well that's no it's not fun anymore Roman gets flustered
2: yes he does Um, pretty badly too we
1: missed the episode where we were going to talk about the raw after mania eleven fucking minutes of booze for Roman that's just an excessive amount of time it was, it was cringeworthy.
2: That, I mean, that's just an excessive amount of time.
1: I love wrestling, but when I'm sitting there going, this is super uncomfortable, someone in the back should realize it and put a stop to it. Now, Roman then delivered his best promo of all time. That was six words long. But it took 11 minutes to get there. It took 11 minutes to get there. That's a problem. I want to like Roman. I really do. Please, like, make me like Roman. I was starting to like Roman when you had him doing three matches a night and somehow booking the strongest guy in your company as an underdog. And then they just stopped and just put him to the top of the card with no earning it and no point.
2: I still hold that Bro Roman is my favorite of all the Romans. Yes,
1: Bro Roman is your favorite of all the Romans. And honestly, the most relatable... Like, that's the Roman people started to like, was bro Roman. It's like, oh, man, look at him with his buddy beating each other up but going out for beers afterwards.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, it works.
1: So, anyway, fuck combat vests. No one else should ever have them in wrestling. It's done. It's, it doesn't work. It doesn't add to the characters. It makes me go, why the fuck are you wearing a combat vest? Instead sure. of paying attention.
2: We- Actually, if you think about it, I don't think there's been a single vest or ornate jacket that we have liked in the two ish years we've been watching.
1: Hmm.
2: Anyone who comes out
1: in a vest or ornate jacket, you hated Jericho's jacket. Hated
2: Jericho's jacket. I hate the jacket esque thing that Skylar's been wearing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe we just don't like jackets.
2: No, because we love when Finn comes out in a leather jacket.
1: Alright, fair enough. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a jacket Bad-ass.
2: thing. It's a...
1: Um. Alright, fair enough. I, I think know.
2: they're unnecessary. Like, if, you're, if your character hinges solely on wearing some stupid, ornate object that you then have to remove... Yeah. To actually have your match.
1: Yeah, exactly then don't have it. That's my thing with Taker's outfit.
2: Yeah. It takes three
1: hours to take it off. Like, White Mike wears a robe, but he gets out of it quickly. Charlotte wears a robe, she gets out of it quickly. She drops it at the bottom of the ramp, goes and does her flip, gets in the ring.
2: Oscar wears a robe, gets out of it quickly. I'm not saying that you can't have these ornate pieces as part of your character development.
1: Yeah. But,
2: Um, generally speaking.
1: Yeah, it's a waste of time.
2: It's... Either get better at taking them off, or don't have it.
1: Yeah. I agree. Um, AOP one, Gross. Yeah. Uh, DIY needs those belts back. I know they're leaving them on Authors of Pain to give them, like, legitimacy, but, ugh. It's not good.
2: In the words of Derek. Ew. Ew. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, next we got Asuka versus Daria. Daria also... We saw a lot of Tough Enough people on the show. We did. Um... All the ones that are still there, I think.
2: Watching Daria just in-ring box exhausted me. Just like her... I gotta admit. Imaginary combatant boxing.
1: On on her entrance? Yes. Yeah. I gotta admit. I
2: was impressed. Yeah, it was... I didn't know she had all that in her. It was a great match. But I got so exhausted watching that because I was like, you're using so much energy.
1: You know what I really, really liked about this, though? Her gear. Um, I did like her gear cuz it was lime green. But no, Oscar has two distinct styles. Yes. Which is just ass kicker and submission. Yep. And so being with Daria, it was a submission counter submission counter and it was well done. It was thought out, yep. it made sense. It wasn't just like I'm going to make you tap because to embarrass you. It was just it was back and forth and it it yeah, was cool. it was not
2: a squash, which I think was...
1: Kind of expected.
2: Expe- it was yeah. definitely a good shock that it wasn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I really like this match. It wasn't wasn't like my favorite Asuka match or anything. No, but, but it was
2: well put on by both of them.
1: It was above what I expected. Yeah. And that was good. Um, All right, so now we get to probably the second loudest match of the night. Because after those entrances, people lost their fucking shit. Ty Dellinger versus Bobby Roode for the NXT title. Did My you notice God?
2: Did you notice Ty coming down the ramp during his entrance?
1: Probably not. There is this
2: amazing moment that you get to see so infrequently with wrestlers where they just realize where they are, yeah, or what is happening around them, and a lot of the times it's the you know you can see it at Mania the first time anyone's ever in Mania. Or there's the just first this raw
1: they're on or there's whatever. this yeah. moment
2: that they just kind of stop and look around.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it.
2: Ty had that, and it was it, it was it gives it gave stuff like that gives me chills just. To see that person having that moment that is a life-changing moment for them.
1: And part of what we love about wrestling is those moments where the character drops, just for a second. Just for a little bit, so we can see the real person. Because I'm sure there are at least hundreds, if not thousands, of indie wrestlers who dream of not only being in WWE, but wrestling in that building. Yeah. Um... I mean that's a building Flair used to run through like all the old territories used to run through Spartanburg. That was a thing. It's when, a well well-known well, building parents in the wrestling were kids, world. And people in like I work with were kids, what you did on a Friday night was you went to see the wrestling. That that was all there was to do in Spartanburg. Um and it was always Rick Flair getting his ass kicked but then somehow keeping the belt. That's what people paid to see every week for years. So it's I think he had that moment. I think he was surprised by the reaction for him. Mm-hmm. And I think he said, holy shit, I'm in this building. I'm about to be on main roster television, and I'm getting this reaction. This is fucking cool.
2: It was very well deserved on his end,
1: though. Ten years he's been in developmental and just never stopped. And who the fuck would have thought the one thing to get Ty Dillinger over was being... would be the goddamn number ten? That's all it took. And if you don't
2: know, Doug has this really obnoxious, obsessive quality about him.
1: That I chant everything. That he
2: chants everything (laughs) in our regular everyday life.
0: true. And
2: typically, it's not that bad. You know, you're going to the grocery store, and all of a sudden, he starts humming Sammy Zane's entrance music, or, you know, you're cleaning at the house, and he starts Becky Lynch's entrance music. But he, and for the most part, I can handle it.
1: You fucking hate when I do that. This
2: asshole over here just randomly, throughout whenever the fuck he wants, (laughs) starts doing the tin chant. (laughs) And I just want to punch him in the face. Yeah, you
1: hate that so fucking much. Like, that's the only one I think you actively hate.
2: I don't hate it at a wrestling show.
1: You hate it in. I hate
2: it at a wrestling show that Ty Dillinger's not at.
1: Fair enough. I can stop doing it at... And
2: uh, I hated it at my house. Fair enough. So at this point, I look over at Doug, and I was like, get it all out of your system now! Because
1: you're never doing it again.
2: Because it's the only time it's actually allowed.
1: Um, This match was fucking hysterical.
2: It was...
1: Them doing each other's gimmicks over and over.
2: The most glorious tin I've ever seen.
1: Yes. And my favorite spot of the whole thing, and this was a well-worked match, but as far as the comedy spots, is Bobby's got his ass kicked, and he's sitting there telling Ty to stop with both wait. hands. Wait! You know, that heel thing they do on their knees. And then Ty's like, wait a second, and points to his hands that he's doing 10. And he's like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Perfect. I love both of these guys. I mean, I Bobby been- Roode is top-level heel.
2: I would have been ecstatic no matter who won.
1: Yeah. Um, Bobby Roode is that top-level heel that you should hate, but for whatever reason, you just fucking love him. I don't know why. There's just something about that guy. The entrance was cool. They both had sparkly purple glitter. Um, Dillinger kicked out of a glorious EDT, which surprised the fuck out of me.
2: There were definitely several... um, False finishes. False finishes. And none of them felt tired. It didn't feel overused. It was just a brilliant match from beginning to end.
1: And uh, Bobby used a tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. And again, I don't know why people always try to use somebody's finisher on them. Because it's your finisher. You're immune. So says Doug, who uses people's
2: finishers on them when playing WWE?
1: That's different. That has a strong effect in the game. It does not in real life, though
2: just saying you get pissed and then you do it it's very um, hypocritical
1: anyways
2: you would use someone else's move against them don't act like you would always would use out. tainted love
1: they would kick out every fucking time that's just how it works in wrestling
2: but if someone tried to do tainted love to you are you saying it wouldn't work i would kick out you can't you have to you don't have less. no when,
1: when you can't you kick hit, if you, you don't have the beat. other guy's finisher it will not work logistically Maybe I will need speaking to interrupt from my valet or something. But I will not be defeated by my own feet.
2: Logistically speaking, you can never kick out, though. You haven't any feet.
1: Well, still. Um, Ty hits the bare knee tiebreaker. And this is where that video comes into play. And authors of pain run out and beat the shit out of Ty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nakamura runs in for the save, I believe, at this point. And then... Uh, Still, AOP and Rude have the upper hand. Revival comes out, and everybody's like, "Oh shit. We're about to see a beatdown to tie, and Nakamura. Nakamura. This sucks. Well, then Revival teams up with Dillinger and Nakamura. They take care of AOP. Rude's kind of, like, preening in the corner and doesn't see Revival start helping. And he turns around and just, like, Oh, fuck me. Um... I like the bionic elbow spot and Ric Flair face plant that Dawson threw in because of the building they were in. Mm-hmm. And they didn't call it out. They didn't say, hey, that was for Dusty. It was just, it just subtle was done and beautiful. And well stated. Um, and he closed out the show with them all cutting promos in the ring, thanking fans and each other. And it was great. That was a hell of a show. And I thought this was going to be a short episode, but then I forgot we had gone to a live show. And we never are short on and that. And
2: Doug can't just quickly say anything. Hell no.
1: <laughs> I can Um. Alright. Real fast. I was interested to see. Chris hooked us up with the card from Concord. I just wanted to see what was different. Ono and Kono were the same thing. They got Mandy and Daria versus Kimber and Ruby on the same team. Hmm. I bet that was fun. Um. Sienna Almas fought Alistair Black. Little jealous of that one. I bet there was some crazy shit in that. Patrick Clark versus Atami, intermission, then DIY versus AOP, Ember Moon versus Asuka, and due to Dash's injury, they ended up with Rude and Dawson versus Nakamura and Dillinger. Hmm. And he said they kind of closed out the show the same way they did with us. So But man, what a fucking show. If NXT is coming within three hours of you... Go. You need to fucking go. I know a lot of people are like, ah, but Neville and Sammy and Kevin are... G-. Fuck it. Go. It's it's really still well done. All right. Let's talk about your Reddit gift. Yes.
2: Finally so, received it. The day that matching happened, I get this email from my Reddit Santa saying... um. You might have been matched with the best person ever, and I'm getting your gifts at WrestleMania, and I know that you talked about liking Candace, so I'll try to text Joey.
1: Johnny. Johnny,
2: I'm sorry. Um, to, I was thinking her tag partner, not her husband. Yes. Um, to get something from that, and, you know, I want to make sure you get to see Shine. So Doug and I start freaking out at this point, yeah. thinking that I've gotten someone famous, which is why I didn't. Want, want to talk about it before because I didn't want to hype myself up and then be disappointed yeah and I wasn't disappointed I don't believe it's someone famous I have no
1: I do think it's somebody who works in the business I
2: think it's someone who works in the business but I don't have any definitive proof that it's someone quote-unquote famous yeah um but he tried sending in a while back accidentally sent it incorrectly and it ended up back at his house he said I'm so sorry it's on its way Finally gets here today, and it's wrapped up in brown paper, and I was like, "Well, that's cool." So then I open it, and it's a box, and I open the box. Yeah, I was really hoping you were gonna do the what's in the box, but oh, sorry, you, you failed I me. Missed it. You did real. I've been badly. failing you a lot, real man. badly. <laughs> um, so I open it up, and the first thing I see is the Fye exclusive New Day Pop Funko three pack. Where they have the bootios, which was super exciting for me. I don't have those. Um, I do have the Toy Store or the Toys R Us exclusive, so now they are going to be buddies. Um, But I'm really excited to have those. Um, After that, there is a Dude Love coaster. Yes, it's really cool. It's very simple but unique, and I liked it. Yeah. Then I got the 2016. Slam a mania,
1: Slam Sla-
2: I'm s- so sorry, anniversary from TNA. WWE
1: would sue the fuck out of them if they put the word mania in anything.
2: My god, I'm <laughs> so sorry. anniversary from TNA DVD. So, I'm really excited to watch that. I looked it over. Some of the matches are going to be fantastic. There's actually, if I'm not mistaken, a Jeff versus Matt Hardy.
1: That may be the one where he Hardcore be- Match. I think that's where Matt becomes broken.
2: Yeah, I think it, that's how we gets I'm pretty there. excited to watch that. Yeah. And then definitely up there as one of the coolest wrestling gifts I've ever gotten, I got a Lufisto's best of nine autographed DVD set.
1: And so people know on that DVD set is Lufisto versus Oscar. Lufisto versus Ember Moon. Um lot of great fucking talent on there. And Lufisto is goddamn amazing. Yeah, she's so, she's incredibly badass. So You you fucking won. I I, def-
2: I have a tendency to win when it comes to Reddit Gifts wrestling, especially.
1: Yeah. yeah. The only gift I've seen that's better than the ones you've gotten was the selfie stick Derek got. That was handmade. And Fuzzy for Tyler. That was it. That's the only thing I've seen that's even been close to the stuff you get. I was like, okay, that's fucking cool.
2: So thank you to my Reddit Santa. It's well, well received in this household, to say the least.
1: Yep. 100%.
2: So I was really excited about that.
1: All right. um, Quick WWE stuff, Raw. Braun and Big Show broke the ring. I don't really care. Like everyone's freaking out about Braun right now and the ambulance and the broken ring and... I don't know.
2: Braun just seems like a whiny bitch when he goes in the back and
1: just attacks people. Well, and if, you, if you're if you going to put Big Show in it, I'm not going to care. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I, Big Show's in the best. Here's what I want from Big Show. A hug? I want a hug. Yep. Like, I don't care about watching him wrestle. Not that I think he's bad. I don't necessarily think he's great either. I just want to hug the fucker because it looks like it would be the best.
1: I seriously would have a beer with Big Show. Oh, hell yeah. I would hang out with him, have dinner, whatever. But I'm just done seeing him wrestle. Yeah. But, I don't want to see Hogan in the ring anymore ugh. either. You know, it's the same kind of idea. If you've been around since nineteen ninety five, there are very few people who still need to be around. Um
2: I really do. I hate when they have Braun go in the back and just beat the yeah. shit out of people. It doesn't make him look badass. It makes him look whiny, it makes him look like he's throwing a tantrum, and you don't seem scary and burly throwing golden truth around in the back
1: what what would make sense though and they're just not writing it this way you could do the same thing in ring tell him all right fine you're gonna bitch at me i'm the general manager i'll give you a competition put him in a gauntlet match give me an hour of brawn just demolishing half of the raw roster yeah i'm cool with that that makes him look badass and then he gets to do the exact same shit you know and entertain me while doing it have different people try different gimmicks and shit and it not work but do something but it
2: i it doesn't further his character development it does nothing to further the story to just have him go in the back and yeah fuck
1: people up people thought the calisto line of Roman's garbage, and now you are too, and then putting him in the dumpster was pretty funny, but
2: yeah it it doesn't do anything for me, yeah it doesn't <laughs> for me either. I just get bored
1: i I'm sad Callisto has been lowered to that level.
2: to level literally level, being so. thrown in the trash.
1: Um Alexa's our new number one contender. not surprised. I think it's well deserved. Alexa and Bailey should be
2: fun.-hmm
1: um, Finn, we don't know if he's concussed or not. Um he had a match. <laughs> he beat up Kurt Hawkins. Not That's bad. not saying much. Yeah, I mean he like kicked him, hit him, coup de grace him, and that was it. Kurt Hawkins is jobber to the stars. And they keep giving him promo time and I don't understand why.
2: Yeah, it it reminds me of when Emma left for an extended period of time. And they did and,
1: 17 weeks of vignettes.
2: And, oh, Emelina's gonna happen. is gonna happen. And then Emmalina came out.
1: For two minutes. For
2: two minutes. Yeah. Except, Kurt Hawkins was built and built and built and built. yeah. And then he came out, and I wish it had only been two minutes.
1: Yes. And he keeps coming out, and I don't know why. Um, alright, so sm- that's all we watched of Raw, um, to be honest, like... It was not a strong WWE week for us this well, week. Well,
2: not only that, but life has kind of been interrupting Raw yeah. and SmackDown for us recently.
1: So, uh, SmackDown, Gender Mahal is our new number one contender. Let's talk about Gender Mahal for just a quick second. His nipples or his steroids?
2: His nipples.
1: Okay. Are what the about?
2: grossest things I've
1: ever seen. So, Sarah from Marty and Sarah had a theory today. Please divulge this nipple theory. Before he comes out for his entrance, now that the Bollywood boys are with him, he holds a Bollywood boy in each arm and they suck on his nipples.
2: That's really gross and not at all what I was going to reference. Yeah. No, when he flexes, you can see where his pecs
1: are. Yes.
2: But then there's like this weird pouch quality to his nipples
1: he he just looks fucking weird
2: he's got weird ass and
1: i cannot
2: and it's not just like around the aerial there's like this pocket and his nipples move separately from his pecs and i'm just (laughs) super disturbed i just don't
1: understand what he's doing back in the first place
2: i need sam and nikki to analyze his nipples with me we'll
1: we'll get there We'll send them a tweet after the show. Um, I don't know why he's number one contender over the other five guys in that match. Because even the ones I didn't like in that match would have been a better choice. Yeah,
2: the one person I gave zero shit about. Yeah,
1: Luke Harper would have made sense. Um, Sami Zayn would have made sense. Anybody would have made sense. Except Jinder Mahal. The thoughts on the internet, Vince likes to do shit just to fuck with fans he just knows no one wants him yeah um and then what i love about this gender wins number one contender this is like this big deal he's cutting a promo randy orton comes out to talk shit and then just ignores it yeah he's like hey gender i'll get to you and then stands there in the ring cutting the promo about bray while gender just stands there looking fucking dumb and i'm like oh god with his
2: weird nipples yeah
1: (laughs) Um Bray and Randy just completely pretend like Gender Mahal is not there, which, which is, is what, kind of what everyone in the WWE like universe do. yeah. is doing.
0: Um
1: all right. Charlotte and I, Naomi happened. Why do they all say it weird on TV? Yeah,
2: it goes back Naomi. and forth. It's Naomi sometimes and Naomi others.
1: Um good match. Yeah. strong. Best I've seen Naomi look in a while. She looked like she was hitting shit.
2: We had a friend over yes. at this point who has not watched wrestling
1: well, since 2005 he said. since
2: 2005 so he has never seen a women's match that wasn't bikinied women yeah getting tossed around for By a, their
1: hair yeah for
2: a brief period of time um i thought he was going to lose his fucking mind
1: he the
2: first kick he was like holy shit did they just do that i legitimately worried at one point that he was going to pass out because he kept jumping like, up off the couch and then sitting back down and then like pacing around. I was like, he's honest to God going to pass out.
1: I wasn't worried about him during this match. Here's what happened. We started telling him about women's wrestling. And holy shit, man, are you kidding me? These people are good now. And they let them be good on TV. We're like, I'm like, you know, we got to show him the most badass woman of all time.
2: I believe I brought this up because it is one of my favorite matches. I think it's one
1: of everybody's favorite matches.
2: If you want to showcase women's talent, specifically why intergender matches should be a thing everywhere, Yep. you show this match.
1: And luckily, it's still on YouTube. And yes, it's a little blurry, but it serves its purpose, so I don't have to buy the DVD yet. But um, we should, because we, we watched really this match... Should. Next Frequently. time PWG does one of their big sales, we'll buy a couple. Frequently. Because they, uh, they do like a three DVD for like 30 deals sometimes, so we'll do that. Um,
2: if you haven't figured out what we're talking about, we are talking about... The namesake of this show. The Bucks versus the World's Cutest Tag Team.
1: From PWG11.
2: Best fucking match ever
1: a guerrilla warfare match which for those who don't know pwg is just hardcore
2: and it's an intergender match in case you don't know world's cutest tag team with candice laray and joey ryan
1: it's so well done throughout the whole fucking thing
2: so our friend who just for the first time in 10 plus years has seen a women's match starts watching candice and the way I like to, to describe Candace is she is every human's wet dream. Like, I don't care, gay, straight, or anything in between, there's no way you don't love Candace. Wrestling True. fan or not, I've there's no way you don't who love Candace. doesn't like
1: Candace?
2: Not only is she the nicest person,
1: yes, she's very nice.
2: gorgeous, she's cute,
1: like, she's. She's her, amazing. Her relationship is what you want your relationship to be.
2: She's basically out of a storybook.
1: Yeah. Like
2: anyone, I don't think she's perfect. I don't think any human's perfect, but she's as close as I think you can possibly get.
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to argue. <laughs> and
2: she's just amazing. So we start showing our friend this in every spot. He's just like, holy shit.
1: And we're only like eight minutes in. And, and it's a 30-minute match. And he's off the couch like, what the fuck? Did she just do that? Yeah. And Kat's like, hey, you need to sit down. You're not going to make, don't make have it through this. this. Just- <laughs> I'm
2: like, you're not going to make it through this. I can't do-
1: wait to take him to PWF. Oh, I know. It's going to be phenomenal.
2: So every spot, he's just losing his damn mind. Yep. And then finally, finally, we get to the point of the match where, who is it? Is it Matt?
1: Gets the shoe. Has the shoe on. Yep.
2: And our friend says, if she takes this, she's going to be my fucking hero. Yep.
1: Yep. And then she takes that fucking super kick. And
2: she takes that super kick. Not only does she take that super kick, she takes that fucking super kick to the goddamned
1: face. With thumbtacks, if you've never seen the match. Although, we, I know we've discussed this match to death. It's... However... Oh. How have you not seen it yet, if you're listening to us? I don't know. But anyway...
2: <laughs> this is the match you show people to get them into to indie wrestling
1: and the exact quote after we showed him this was all right full honesty with you guys when y'all started talking about wrestling i was like this is fucking stupid but holy shit she's my fucking hero yeah he was just like okay yeah i'm i'm gonna marry that girl he's like i get it well she's already married he's like all right well fair enough holy shit you want to convert a non-wrestling fan, that's what you show them.
2: I'm pretty sure that's the match you used for me.
1: That's the match I used to get you to understand why I watch stuff outside of WWE and PWX. Yep. Where I was like, this is what it is.
0: <laughs> this is it. Um,
1: yeah, but...
2: So then after we showed him that match, we had to show Cedric and Candace.
1: Yes. And he was just... He's a chiropractor. So he was just like all sorts of,
2: ah. Oh, I, I, it. I, I really worried about him during that. He was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> like yeah. he, he couldn't handle it as hard as it looks like Candace takes that bump. Yeah. I think our friend went through a, a bigger emotional bump watching yeah. it. Yeah.
1: it's true. Because he didn't see it coming. He was like, what are you showing me? And then it just hits. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, great spot. I need I need to find that match so we can watch the whole thing. Because we found her doing a Canadian Destroyer to him at another show. Yes, we did. So I want to see those two matches. Um, so, that leads us to PWX Enter Dragons coming up.
2: Before we get into that, yes. I, I want us to officially congratulate Anthony Henry and Amber Young on their engagement. Absolutely. It was adorable. Yes. It was beautiful. Broadcast on
0: Facebook Live, yes?
2: It, yes. Uh, and I wish them absolutely all the happiness.
1: Yep. But- and I'm
2: just, I'm really excited that they're, they're getting married.
1: Yeah, I, and outside of the ring, you know, they're am- amazing chemistry in the ring. Mm-hmm. But even outside of the ring, they you can just tell... How they are relationship-wise. And you don't question it and you don't go, man, what the fuck are they doing together? Like, you know what I mean?
2: They're a little bit cuter outside the ring with each other. Yeah. And it's not that they're gushy. It's not that they have pet names. It's really... It's just...
1: The you way they see give how much, much they shit. love each other. The way they give each other shit shows you how much they love each other. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So I wish them um,
2: absolutely all the happiness.
1: Absolutely. Um, alright, so PWX Enter Dragon. We got new merch. PWX trucker hats, which are cool. And then, which I probably need to get so I can wear them to work on hat day. And then, um, Kat was on the phone with me earlier. And was like, have you seen the new Ugly Duckling shirt? I'm like, no. She's like, we have to buy it. In fact,
2: my, my Exact quote was, we have, 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 have to buy it.
1: I said, okay, well, shit, because we already love all the Duckling stuff, so this must be really good. And then, when I got where I was going, I pulled it up on Facebook, thank you, Lance, and looked and saw Boonduck Saints, and I'm like, well, fuck, yes, we have to buy that.
2: Because anyone who knows me knows I'm German and Irish, and knows... My deep, deep deep-seated love of the cult classic, Boondock Saints. It's true. I mean, I I was the kid who knew the prayer
1: by heart. I know a lot of people in college who wanted to get the prayer tattooed on them.
2: I had a plan to get the prayer tattooed on my ribs. That plan isn't completely gone, but it's not as... I have other tattoos I want to get first. So it's, it's still... A possibility, but yeah, I absolutely... I'm the person... I like all the Boondock Saints. Like, I... I don't shit on them.
1: Yeah, I didn't like the second one, but... That's just me. I'm super picky, though. Like, I nitpick four days. I don't
2: think that shocks anyone who listens to this podcast. Not at all. All right. Wasn't our... Wasn't... Or last show, or two, two shows ago. ago was Doug
1: is a nitpicky bitch. Yeah, yeah, so
2: I don't think it shocks It was anybody. after
1: the last PWX show, and you were like, God, you nitpicky bitch. Well, um,
2: you are, in fact, so a nitpicky our bitch. matches,
1: we get a quickie with White Mike. I don't know what that means, but I'll love to see it.
2: I'm not sure that there are any other kind of matches you could have with White Mike.
1: Well, and let's be honest. When we discussed White Mike before, you know what we said we like. Quick moments of White Mike. We're getting exactly what we asked for.
2: Yeah, I don't need an all night long, all night
1: <laughs> with White only Mike. If, only if Rich Swan comes back. Um, all right, then we have Ugly Ducklings versus Roscoe Eat Lisa. I have not personally seen Roscoe Eat Lisa. However, I'm hearing rave reviews of them from everyone that has. So I will check them out soon and obviously see them at Enter the Dragon. And the ducklings always kill it no matter who they're against. So, um, We got Red Dragon versus Henry and Case. We got Pop Culture, which is Veda Scott and Jason Cade. Holy shit, I love that. Versus John Cruz and Angel Rose. Holy shit, I love that. I'm
2: so excited for this match.
1: Brian, make it intergender. Don't, Dear don't God, bullshit please. us.
2: Dear God, please. J-
1: please. These people can take it.
2: I Please. Um, I, I, that's all I got. Just
1: even if it's not intergender, it'll be fucking great. But if it is, um, if
2: it is,
1: and I know we keep uh, talking about Cade, but he's he kills it. He kills it, and people are starting to notice.
2: I a lot saw of
1: Twitter has been talking about Jason Cade
2: snippets of a Jason Cade Veda Scott tag match with John Cruz a while back. And I, there was a tire involved, like a legitimate tire. So I am so excited to see what this match brings live. Yeah. I love everyone involved. This will be my first time seeing Veda live, so that's extremely exciting. It's true, for me. but
1: she's hard not to love.
2: Um, but I mean, I've watched her online, so it's not. Yeah. I'm, but I'm. Oh, all all the love, all the gushing. There's not anyone in this match that. I don't love there's not anyone in this match that I don't expect to see a phenomenal performance from
1: it's true uh I, that might be of all the stuff on here the thing I'm most excited about seeing right now
2: based solely on the card that we have now yes. that match solidifies for me what PWX is
1: yeah that's true um all right we got Timmy Lou and T I think it was TJ boss Versus the tough guys. Mm -hmm. Brutal Bob Evans, and I'm sorry, I couldn't find the other guy's name. I was looking and looking and looking, and I can't find his name anywhere, so I apologize for not knowing that in advance, but at least I'm not mispronouncing it. As far as you know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Give it time. Then we got The Revolt versus Team Tracer X. I really, really like Mystery Partners at PWX, just because you never know what's going to happen. Um... You know, Steve Carino randomly fucking showed up one time. Um, mystery partners are fun. They are. So,
2: mystery partners are fun when they're done well. And at yes. PWX, they are always done well.
1: Is anything not done well at PWX? I can't think of a thing. Maybe, like, lines before the show. And that's not their fault. That's just they're busy with other things.
2: There were not enough posters last show.
1: That's Again, it. not something in their control. <laughs>
2: That's it. That's all I um, got. Oh, and, and barricades.
1: Yeah, and steel steel guardrails. Fuck yeah. that. So, Hate that shit. Uh, speaking of Tracer, two things we want to talk about. First of all, he got featured on our local news.
2: And it was a great story. Uh, I believe it was on his Facebook. If Here you watch. haven't had a chance to to watch it, you should. Uh, Cutshaw makes an appearance Nice in that video. Um and it's really cool to see w- what else these guys are doing. Yeah,
1: like yeah. Is any like uh, I is he computer programming during the day and wrestling at night? Yes, that that's insane. And I love every second of it. That's like Beta Scott's day job is she's an attorney.
2: Yeah. Anytime I get to see a wrestler as a real person and. Not that I've never seen Tracer as a real person. Anytime you talk to him at the shows, you get Great real dude. Tracer. But dude. But it's so much fun to see behind the curtain like that. And it just makes you appreciate what they can do that much more.
1: Did Moses get that picture that Tracer posted that was like, people ask me why I do this, and he's throwing his ex up, and it's our buddy's kid throwing the ex up, and it's like... Tracer coming down the ramp and the kid in the corner doing it?
2: Uh, If he was in the corner, possibly, because I don't think Moses Rob was there. Moses is the was only there. photographer
1: that was working there. Then so, yes. Yeah. It, it was just a really cool shot. And But the fact Tracer saw that shot and took it that way tells me everything I need to know about
2: him. Yeah, he's... If he is an incredible, him, incredible he's a guy. a really
1: good, genuine dude to me. Um... I can't wait to see who he picks He's been fucking around First he was going to have Prestige Worldwide Which is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley from Step Brothers Then he was going to have the Green Bastard Which is Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys Then he was going to have the Day Man Which is Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia Like there's He's just been going ridiculous as shit And it's obscure like cult following stuff Other than Step Brothers But I mean it's It's pretty hysterical the way he's, like, selling it up. So I can't wait to see who's on Team Tracer. That's going to be fun. Um, Gunner's making a return. Not sure who he's taking on, but I'm sure it'll be good. Um, Hollis and Skyler are having a face-to-face confrontation. I don't know what we've been doing every month, if that's not face-to-face confrontation. Well, eh. Now we're making it official? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's, uh... So far, the announced card for Enter the Dragon. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, why not? What the fuck are you waiting for? Um, I'm pretty sure, once again, you can get in the building for 10 bucks, And once you get in the building, you're good. Like, if you don't enjoy yourself after you get in the building, then don't come back.
2: <laughs> if you don't enjoy yourself after you get in the building, you can't really call yourself a wrestling fan.
1: That's true. Alright, um... The only other thing I got is... Scoot is cracking out on his present that you got him. He is.
2: He is indeed, which is, I'm so glad. I knew he would like it, but I'm so glad that he enjoys it as much as I thought he would.
1: If AJ Lee was still on main roster television, Scoot would never miss an episode of that show. Like, straight up. That's that's his love for AJ Lee. Yep. All right, on that note, uh, we should probably wrap this up.
2: Probably. I have a zoo to get ready for. You have a
1: zoo to get ready for. I got to post this thing and find some dinner. So, you can follow us at Sad Podcast. Um, there will be some reworkings of things as the weeks go on and we get new ideas. It's still We're still staying stupid and delicious. We're still going to be Sad Podcast. We're not changing where you can find us at all, just might be a new look kind of deal. Um, stupid and is still up there. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram and I think that's it. Yeah. Facebook, we have groups you can join if you like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that everything? We don't have a Snapchat because that would be really, really hard to keep up with. Yeah.
2: I don't keep up with my own Snapchat. Yeah. I, yes, it is Moses's picture. Okay. I, I had to find Moses's it and I found it.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Osnogard O-Z-N-O-G-R-D,
2: and you can find me at Cat Kelpie, uh, K-A-T-K-E-L-P-I-E on Twitter and Dublin Cat on Instagram, D-U-B-L-I-N-K-A-T.
1: Shalom, motherfuckers.
2: I got nothing. <laughs>
0: Mommy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. Mommy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. We can stay all day. Going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. How about you, you, you? You can come too, too. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. Look at all the monkeys swinging in the trees Swinging in the trees, swinging in the trees Look at all the monkeys swinging in the trees We can stay all day We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo How about you, you, you? You can come to, too, to We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo Look at all the crocodiles swimming in the water, swimming in the water, swimming in the water. Look at all the crocodiles swimming in the water. We can stay all day. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. How about you, you, you? You can come too, to, to. We're going to the zoo, 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 Yes, Mommy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow, zoo tomorrow. Mommy's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. We can stay all day. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. How about you, you, you? You can come to too, too. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. Going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. How about you, you, you? You can come to too, too. We're going to the zoo, zoo. zoo.